Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker, coming to you from Perth in Western Australia. And with me, as usual, my co-host from Brisbane, Australia, Lindsay Adams. Hello and welcome. And today's special guest is Nicole Santa. Now, Lindsay will introduce Nicole in a few minutes. As a special gift to all our listeners, pop along to www.excellencepodcast.com that's excellencepodcast.com and download your free 48-page ebook called Building Excellence Ideas to Help You on Your Journey to Creating Excellence in Your Business and Your Life. Thanks, Raoul, and welcome, Nicole. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, Nicole tells me that she was born into the events industry. Her parents were both event organisers and, uh, you know, she followed them around from uh, event to event and thought, you know what, I think I can do this too. And uh, she's been in the events industry for a long time now, uh, about 20 years, and she's done some really interesting things with the advent of COVID. Uh, she's launched a new uh, uh resource for the events industry called Event Buzz 360, uh, which is a global platform where suppliers can showcase their works. What she found was that there was no central uh, data, uh, you know, where people could go to, to access suppliers who work the events industry. And when we're talking events, we're talking about things like corporate product launches, conferences, uh, private events, incentive events. So um, Nicole has a wealth of experience. So welcome, Nicole. Great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, Nicole, you've been in the industry about 20 years. I guess you've had some amazing experiences across that time. Tell us a little about your background. I sort of hinted that you were born into the industry. But <laughs> us, yes, uh, I, I was, and I, I kind of laugh about that because I don't know if there's many, many people who can actually boast that they were born into the events industry, but literally my parents and my grandparents were actually in catering and events, and I think as a small uh, baby and child, I kind of, you know, was in my bassinet on the kitchen floor, I think, um, while my parents were busy doing catering until it kind of got too much, and when they had three children, it was a kind of a bit more of a challenge doing events and having three young ones running around. Um, but, yes, I, I actually remember the days of setting up, uh, you know, for events with my parents. They would have, obviously, their crew kind of coming in and, you know, being young, I would kind of help out. And I think I couldn't have been more than about five years old at the time, but I still remember kind of, you know, setting up and the buzz and the excitement of the events. Uh I never really thought that, you know, whilst I was at school or even leaving school, I never really thought that I was actually going to go into the events industry. I kind of started out in um, in banking, actually, very different to events. Um, and I thought that was going to be kind of the direction, the professional career that I was kind of going to go for. But um one of my cousins actually or, you know, a relative was actually just did a, a corporate event and I thought, oh, that sounds really interesting. Tell me about this corporate event. And so she was telling me all about it and and uh, and I thought, wow, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I think I could do really well at organising events. And um, so I kind of um, 
there was no courses or anything like that when I started out in the events industry. There was nothing that you could kind of go and study and learn and, and get your feet. So I thought, you know what, young and naive, I just launched a company <laughs> and uh, got on the telephone and started calling companies and said, hey, you know, got this company called Extraordinary Events and we'd love to organise your event. And the very first event that I actually won was a corporate conference, uh, sorry, corporate and awards night for about four or five hundred people. And I thought, oh, holy, holy cow, how am I going to organise this event? <laughs> so I think they say when you go into business, don't worry about what you can't control until you get it. And then when you've got it, you've got to go work out how to do it and manage it. Um, so I kind of came back and went to my husband, who's a management consultant. I said, how am I going to organise this event? And he organised, he helped me develop this events methodology. And, and I thought this was like the most exciting thing I've ever seen. Like it was so clear. I knew what I needed to do when I needed to do it. And it just put a great framework for organising events for me. And I thought this is just simple. Um and 20 years later, I've, I've done quite a lot of events, so I've actually now put that uh, methodology into a course, an online course, to help the next generation. So when they come out of university and they've just finished studying, they still actually don't have the right resources to help them put on, event, put on an event. So this, this course helps people do that. Um, I, I talk them through it. They're, they're online so they can do it in their own time. I also mentor them through it as well. Um, and then they come away with all the tools and, and they're all populated. So they're not getting like an empty form that they have to fill in. It's all populated. They don't have to think, Perfect. oh, if I'm doing a briefing with a client or for my, you know, for my company, what sort of things should I be thinking about? It's all there. They don't have to think, you know, have I included this? Have I included you know, lapel mics or handheld mics. It's all there. It's just tick box. Um, and so it makes it really, really kind of easy for them. And, you know, so we're just launching that at the same time as launching uh, a new platform that I've also developed during COVID um, called Event Buzz 360, as you mentioned in the opening. Yep. So I've been a bit of a busy bee. <laughs> Indeed. So um, I'm, I'm curious, Nicole, um, some people are saying that the events industry is dead. I mean, Zoom has just, uh, you know, taken over and people don't want to go to a face-to-face -face event or do they? What's your, what's your take? I think, you know, it's a bit like, you know, online shopping and, you know, going to the movies and going to a restaurant, getting home delivery we're going to see that we're, I think going forward, I think we're going to see a combination of all of that going on. So, you know, there's been companies like Adobe who have been doing it successfully for many, many years, way before COVID even hit. They would have a conference, they would also stream it, and people would be able to watch it from their home or their work office. And, you know, I think going forward, we can never rule out face to face because, you know what, I could. You know, we could sit here and have dinner together through Zoom or we could go out and have a bite to eat at a restaurant. Now, are we going to sit between Zoom and, and do this or are we going to go to a restaurant? Of course we're going to go to a restaurant because that face-to-face -face is just, we crave it as, as humans. We actually crave the face-to-face. -face. And Zoom will just never do it for us. 
yes, we can get to know people through Zoom and we can get to know through people through our telephone and the rest of it, and it, it brings us closer together, especially if we're international. But having a face-to-face, there's just a connection there that actually cannot be replaced. So I think that I'm not saying that, you know, a face-to-face is going to be gone. It's certainly, I, I don't believe it will be. I think face-to-face will definitely come back. But I think we're going to see a lot more streaming going on, a lot more kind of hybrid events happening. So if people can't attend, they will be there will be the option to attend in a virtual world. There's no question about it. The technology is there. They've built it. They want to sell it and they want to keep using it. So I think we're going to see a little bit of everything. But I think people... You know, when you go, when you make business with people, face-to-face is just takes it to a whole new level. Going to a coffee shop and catching up with somebody, all of a sudden they're not just a colleague now, they're like a, a good friend. So yeah, I think yeah. the same is going to be for corporate events. Absolutely. It's uh, it's interesting. So Lindsay and I are actually attending a, a conference that Lindsay's attended for probably the last 20 years and myself for the last five. And obviously with yeah, 2021 still being the remnants of 2020. It's it's a an online conference from a studio. It's 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 produced and everything else, but part of that conference has been for me over the last five years, and and Lindsay echoes that is is about the personal relationships. That you know, yes, you want to hear some of the fantastic speakers, but half the time I spend in the coffee shop in the hotel foyer on one-on-one meetings with people building relationships. So what we've done is, is a combination now is this conference is actually being run with watch. So in each state, we're actually getting together in a group, um, in a hotel or in an area where we can live stream, but we're all together networking and, and live streaming at the same time. So it, it's an interesting take on the events. I mean, you know, with COVID and, and, and I mean, no one knows the future, you know, no one knows, you know, what the future is of the large scale stuff. I mean, you know, South by Southwest, which is probably the pinnacle of every event in the world, um, was obviously canceled in 2020. 2021 is going live stream from a massive TV production studio. And I was listening to some guys this morning who were saying, you know, if, if it actually works, they may never run, run it again live. And that's quite sad because that's a seven-day extravaganza or eight-day extravaganza. Um, so so the other thing that, that struck me with all this is it becomes a case of people again. So you're creating courses and you're creating resources that effectively might put you out of business. I know that's a weird way of looking at it, but you 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 started out as a 20-year-old with no experience and just a bit of gumption, and you went out and got your first client. But now you've created a course for people, and you've you've mentioned to us that that the Victor- the New South Wales government are introducing event management at a school level, which is fantastic. But so to talk about that education, because you're creating all these resources and a resource to find everybody, which to some extent, makes would might make you redundant and all these young upstarts taking your business away. I mean, I think it's wonderful and altruistic, but, you know, what do you think of the education? Do you think it needs to be at a different level, at a much higher level? I don't know if it has to be at a higher level, but I think it, you know, I know that at university, I think it's a two- or a three-year course, they seem to come out of the course 
but they don't still they still have no idea how to put an event on and you know they kind of have this lack of experience of i mean it's across with every university course that you actually get out there and do to be quite honest um they they learn all this theory but then they don't know you know they learn the history of events where did you know events come from and all this sort of stuff which is not going to help them um you know drive the vehicle kind of thing you know like learning what how what how what goes on under the engine is great but it's not going to teach you how to drive is it so you know that's what that's what my course is actually teaches you actually how to drive the the car or the event forward and make it a success like one of the things that i think that i have been very good at is making a very good recipe for an event and you know there is an art to putting on a great event and i don't just mean it's the decor or the suppliers that you use it's all of that but it's also having a vision it's like being able to have a great marketing strategy or just an ordinary marketing strategy i think i've been really successful about um creating events with that wow factor that actually takes an event to a whole new level and it's about an element of surprise it's about making a great user experience and if we can create great user experiences for the attendees to come to an event then there's going to be no question about it that these um conferences and events and product launches will still go ahead in the future i think that the events industry is on for a it's going to take off like a rocket like i'm i you know yes we're going through covid and we're all going oh well well you know we're going through covid but wait till we start coming out of covid wait till you start getting on the plane again because you know what do you want to get on a plane of course you do everyone can't wait to get on a plane <laughs> everyone can't wait Absolutely. to go overseas or interstate there'll be the planes won't have a problem filling up their aircrafts i can tell you now the people i just can't wait to be on them you know so it'll be the same with the events in can't wait for the next party people can't wait for the next product launch they can't wait for the next conference where i can meet my friends again you know so i hardly agree nicole uh, yeah it, it's you know there, there was a little event called 911 it's a long time ago now but when that happened yes. they said in america that's the death of the conference industry people won't be a, a game to get on a plane ever again uh, we'll have to go online how long did that last was it 2 years was it 1 year anyway i, I don't I mean, even know it's, it's just you know i i think that we will get past covid there's no question about it um we've got this a lot we've got all this amazing technology and how people have pivoted in their businesses and that's ex- exciting for me because you know we've got all this new technology that we can improve the way we do events as opposed to taking it away from what we're doing let's add to the value of an event so so let's focus in on that for a second um this is the business excellent podcast we're all entrepreneurs here and and the people who listen in uh you know they they're keen to understand what are the what are skills and expertise which which underpin excellence so so nicole you've got a lot of experience in this industry what well, what would you say your key skills or expertise are that contribute to business excellence I think there's not just one thing. I think you can look at lots of different things um and what how you do things and 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 
you know, you've just got to think very creatively on what you do as an entrepreneur, as a business person. You can just, you can quite easily just go, you know what, I can do this. But if you think about it, how does everyone else doing it? And they're doing it like this way. You go, okay, I need to think about what I'm doing differently. Now, am I the first um, person to do an events course? Probably not. But do I think I'm the best at doing the events course? Absolutely. There's no question about it. My course is probably the best course that's out there. And, you know, the big event companies, the big event houses want to do my, want my, all my, all my project plans and my budgets and my documentation because it's at the highest level. It's, it's built with so much um, information in there. I could give it to you tomorrow. You could do my seven modules and I can promise you, you'll be able to put a conference on together. Like you'll be able to put a conference on at the end of it. So it's about sort of looking at going, what can I bring? What's my skill set? You know, yes, my family were in catering and events. What did I learn from them? Well, I learned a lot through having, you know, discussions around the kitchen table with my family over many, many years without even realising it. And I did the same with my own children. You know, I sat around the dinner table. We talked about business ideas. And I think the thing is that people have to think the business ideas don't just come from above, you know, people who have got experience. They also come from the young ones who don't have experience, but they've got ideas. It's about brainstorming ideas and getting um, just those really exciting pockets that makes you different from everybody else, you know. And it's about looking at things just with different lenses and trialling things, you know. It's like they say um, when you send out an email, a business email, you can do A-B testing. Have you heard of that one? Do you know about A-B testing? Yeah. You can put, yeah. you know, either this in a in a um, subject line or you can put this in a subject line and see which one kind of works. I think what's exciting about business today is that we don't do things on a how do I feel about it, we go out and talk to our customers. We go out and talk to the users before we do anything. And that's what I think is exciting about business today than it was 20 years ago. Nicole, let me ask you a question. One of the things I've started noticing is that a lot of event organisers are are trying to to outwow each other, okay? Um, you know, and, and it almost becomes a trade-off, and I'd love to know your view on that, between wow and substance. You know, they, they, everybody seems to be trying to have the, the memorable experience, but when you break it down, did I actually learn anything at that memorable experience? Yes, I got to jump off a cliff or go paragliding or something at the conference, but did I learn anything? Um, you know, was was the content equally as good as the wow? Where do you think the emphasis should be? Well, first, my question would be is what is the objective of the conference? And then you want to know the attendees, what are they coming for? Are they coming to learn? Are they coming to network? Are they coming to get an experience to walk away with? So you kind of have to go back a step and think about the audience again, and you have to think about why are they attending this event? Is it the education? Is it the networking? 
Is it that they want to be able to have, you know, a few days out and have a bit of R&R, a bit of networking, a little bit of education? You know, if it's just education, it's a different type of event than if it's a social event. You know, there's the, the recipe is really understanding your demographic, and that's the same with any business, with any clients that you have, understand what do they want and give them what they want. And, and when you've got a conference and you've got, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people coming to your conference, they are coming for different things. Some are coming for networking, some are coming for education, some are coming to, to you know, to um, have a, a few days out and, and would like a wow experience. So you have to be able to um, combine a few different things. And, you know, you've got to really understand if I'm going to provide education, at what level are the people coming? Do they have more knowledge than this or are they at this level? So you've got to really pitch the conference level with the people are coming. So if you're a highly experienced um, player in your field and you're at the top of your game and you're coming to this conference on governance, for example, but it's at the basic level, are you going to learn anything at this conference? Absolutely not. Are you going to waste your time? 100%, right? So it's a, mat- it's a matter of finding the right attendees coming to learn, um, you know, at that right level. It's the same with anyone who's doing my course, anyone who's coming out of university or has been in the events industry for probably under five years should do my course, 100%. If they've been in the events industry for 20 years, should they do my course? Absolutely not, because they could probably do, they could teach my course. You know what I'm saying? So it's about yeah, understanding yeah. that. And that's the same with any business, any sales, any anything that we're doing. We've got to understand our customers first. And, you know, it's the same with an event. Yeah, I, I heartily agree. Um, you know, I think we've really got to tune into our customers' wants and needs. Uh, and and, 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 and you, we can go one further now. I mean, people ask. I'm thinking, oh, my God, how could I actually divulge what I'm doing to my customers because they might take my idea or something? But nobody seems to do it. Everyone's busy. They just, you know, if you're lucky enough to get in front of a customer and ask them what they want and if you can deliver what they want, then you're in a really great position because, you're giving them what they want. And that, yep. for me, is Marketing 101, um, the new age of marketing. Like, you know, 20 years ago, you never would ring up your customers and ask them what they want. You kind of yeah. try and it's sort of like we're trying to fit two things together. But now it's completely different. We just ask the question, you know. And you don't start up a startup these days without doing, you know, your customer research beforehand. So, you know, Indeed. if you're buying a business or if you're starting a business, you need to do that customer research, you know? Yeah, I heartily agree. Nicole, I've got one eye on the clock and we're almost out of time. If our yeah. listeners wanted to get in touch with you, it goes so quick, doesn't it? If <laughs> our customers want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, through LinkedIn is pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty good on LinkedIn. Okay. So just connect with me, Nicole Santa, with an ER, not an A. Um, on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, that's the easiest okay. way. Fantastic. 
Fantastic. And thank you, Nicole, for being our guest today on the Business Excellence Podcast. And another reminder, a short ad break, there are fantastic resources for our listeners to download at excellencepodcast.com that will help you on your journey to excellence. This is Rail Bricker signing off for another edition of the Business Excellence Podcast.